0: You now are listening to the audio podcast of Prisoners of Hope, the antidote to what ails your heart. I'm your host, Dr. Deborah Witsis. So come on in, pull up a chair, and open up your mind as you get ready to receive the download that hope will bring. Well, good day. I'll say that twice because this is an update to an episode that I've loaded. I think it was episode three on the podcast um, table of contents. It was called "Through the Pain," and I just want to take, give you a little of context of what was happening. My my dog of twelve years had died, and remember, I told you I tell you how feelings are are. Are fleeting, they're, they're emotional and they're not stable. And a lot of times they're not true. And I was the one in the family, case in point, that didn't want the dog. 12 years ago when he came to us, you know, I felt like it was just too much. I didn't, my son was just uh, critically injured and we didn't know whether he could see again. And here comes his dog. He brings this dog home. <laughs> and I really didn't want the dog. But o- over time, the dog was just something very special to me so there there you go see if i would have followed my original feelings i would never had that chance to love and and lose a lot of people are afraid of loss but you have to lose if you're going to love (laughs) Vinny um johnson or vince johnson is a good friend of mine um he's the one who plays the music uh, prisoners of hope when you hear in the intro and he heard it, and um the episode I uploaded and he said, Deborah, that was just amazing. And it was when I was at the end of my rope. I, I had no more rope, and I I, 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 I told God, I, I can't do anything, and the Holy Spirit whispered, I know you can't. I, I will do it for you. I will do it through you. And when I look over all the podcasts that I have uploaded, it's the most viewed um, and reviewed of all of them. Um, So that's amazing. God is amazing. Back to Vince. He heard it and he uploaded music to to it throughout the whole episode. Because usually he does the end and the exit. Um, So he did music all through this. And the music he wrote for just hearing my words is written in a key called A432, which is the same uh, frequency of healing for the human body. So people who have lost something, lost relationships, have lost dreams, lost things said, it it really was something about it. It just made them feel better from the inside out. So check it out, Through the Pain. Through the pain, the lesson is that you have to reach out to your Savior and he will bring you through the pain. The title of today's episode on the Prisoners of Hope podcast is Through the Pain. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Deborah Whitson. This episode is very personal to me. You'll find out later why. But for right now, let's look at the word through. T-H-R-O-U-G-H. Look at the last five letters in the, ro- in the word through. It spells rough. If you're on YouTube, you can see a picture of a heart that has a string that's going through it. Very personal to me because today is a new day and I'm going through and experiencing tremendous pain. The word through means that you move through one side and out the other side how do you move through do you bury your face and you pretend like you're happy Do do you pretend that everything is fine these two strategies they only work for a very limited time if they work at all The resulting of pretending that you are fine and hiding your feelings usually leads to self-sabotage. We sabotage ourselves through drugs, through excessive eating, through gambling, through incorrect words that we shout, through isolating. Remember Paul Simon's old song. There are 50 ways to leave your lover. There are more than 50 ways to self-sabotage. We all experience pain in our life. No one will be exempt thanks to Eve. (laughs) And Adam who decided to follow her into hell... (laughs) But I digress. We all experience pain. Whether it be emotional. Or physical. No two pains are alike. Some people. Have lost friends. Family. Relatives. Jobs. Relationships. But no two pains are alike. Yesterday morning, my dear pet, whose name is Stiggy, passed away. All of yesterday, I decided to just get in the bed and cover my head. But this is a new day and i'm holding on to the good memories for now we all must walk the journey and the path that god has for us and god wants to know that he promises is a covenant that there is a purpose in all pain that our pain will not be in vain You say, well, I don't believe that. I understand where you're coming from. But your belief is not a prereq for the truth. And is it possible that my thoughts I had yesterday were wrong? Is it possible that your thoughts that you have today are wrong as you experience pain? We must press each day through knowing that God, he does love us and he wants to use this hurt as a foundation to build future strength. He wants to use this pain that is not going to be in vain. It's going to be to help someone in the future. Are to give glory to God. You know pain is inevitable. But your suffering is optional. You say I don't believe that. I can't help that I'm suffering. You can but there's a father in heaven that can help you. And the choice is up to you. Whether you sit in your suffering. Or you move through. You know, God really cares about pain. There are over a 100 Bible verses that deal with pain. I am not going to go through even one-eighth of them. I just want to share two of those Bible verses with you. The first one is Revelation 21.4 in the ESV version. And it says, he will wipe away every tear from your eyes and death shall be no more neither shall there be mourning nor crying or pain anymore for the former things have passed away well I'm holding on to that verse as I have that piercing pain going through my heart Romans 828. NIV version is the next verse that I held on to. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. You could pick, there's over a hundred verses that you could pick from. Those are just the two that I grabbed. You do your own grabbing. I want to spend time talking about isolation because it seems to be a common method that we use to deal with pain. You know, the evil one wants us to isolate away from everything. He wants us away from our friends that can breathe life over us. He wants us away from the word that can breathe life into us. The devil wants us to play the what-if game. He wants us to think about it over and over again, toss it, dance it through our mind. What if? What if I would have turned left instead of right? What if I would have said this instead of that? What if I stayed instead of go? What if I would have taken my dog the vet earlier instead of waiting what if I have noticed he was sick the what if game goes on and on and on you know lies then appear to be real we begin to believe the lies we tell there's no hope for the future There is no hope. Have you ever thought that? There is no hope. If you say, no, I've never thought that, you are lying. I felt that yesterday as I got in the bed and covered the blankets over my head. But today is a new day. Your feelings, you think your feelings will always be this way. There will always be this way. You might say to yourself, well, that's stupid to feel that way. Your feelings won't always be this way. Let's talk about feelings real briefly. First of all, feelings have nothing to do with hope. Matter of fact, one of my favorite poems called The Chosen, there's a clip from it. And I think Peter asks Jesus, how should we feel about this? And Jesus responds, I'm not asking you to feel anyway. I'm asking you to do what's right. Because feelings are fleeting. They can get you in trouble. A lot of times they're incorrect. So watch out for the feelings. One thing that I really, really have to stress to you and to myself. That feelings... Are fleeting, remember that my favorite all time Bible verse is very short. It says, And it came to pass. You know, this saying is used over 453 times in the King James Version, and it came to pass. That means that something that was true one day. It's different now. It's past. It's already happened. Stay in grief. I'm going to stay in grief. That's another thing that goes through your mind during isolation. You know, grief is love, that which has nowhere to go. Grief is love with nowhere to go. So in isolation, we play the what-if game. Lies appear to be real. Your feelings think it will always be this way. And you think you're going to always stay in grief. we go with our nowhere to go grief what's the answer we can go to the word you know in Vietnam my father spent time in Vietnam and he told me he didn't like riding helicopters because a lot of men died because the air to ground missiles they were using to shoot our helicopters out of the air but they found out that a lot of helicopters coming down resulted in death because the pilots would naturally pull up when they were hit. But the answer was for them to go against their natural instinct to pull up and dive down. And then the helicopter would even out and they could crash safely. so a lot of times we don't feel like going to the word you have to go against your natural feeling to isolate and go to the word we don't feel like praying i don't know what prayer to say just talk to god tell him you're hurt you're mad you're disappointed please help me just talk to him if you look at Corinthians 10 Corinthians 1 Corinthians sorry, 1013 I'm gonna look at it kind of blend two versions together the New Living Translation and the New International Version so the NLT and the NIV. And the living version says, there is no temptation that has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. Which is tiny put that God has seen this before. He's got plenty of practice. He will help you. And the next part says, and God is faithful to he will not let you be tempted beyond what you could bear. He will not let you be p- tempted beyond your ability. Combining the versions together now. But when you are tempted, he will provide a way out so you can endure it. But when you're tempted, he will provide the way of escape. and go into a personal story so you can understand this is very heartfelt when i'm telling you my baby of 12 years which makes him at least 77 years old died yesterday morning i was so distraught that i began to be tempted into isolation by my thoughts of guilt What if I would have taken him earlier? And you said, well, you just, you said that already. But your thoughts of guilt are very repetitive. What if I noticed he was acting strange before the day? What if I knew that his breed had a proclivity to this type of problem? The what if game. Do you see how the what if game was that play in the isolation of my thoughts? Where was the escape that was referred to in 1 Corinthians 10, 13 that I just read in the two versions? Well, it came from the vet. Once Stig was pronounced dead, all I could hear was kind of like Charlie Brown's parents. I didn't hear anything through my tears. I couldn't hear anything the vet was saying. But the only one thing I heard and I incorporated into my what if game that this particular breed, which was part Dane, has this stomach issue as they get older. That's all I heard. My son stepped out of the room. He went out to the car, probably to cry, not in my presence, because I had enough drama for the both of us going on. When he stepped outside, one of the vet assistants happened to be out there. And I say happened. Because it was not a happenstance. There's no such thing as a happenstance. Are a coincidence in God's kingdom. And the vet said, You brought him in right at the right time. The vet assistant said this. And she said, I've seen a lot of people bring him in early, and only difference between them and you is that their bill is higher. As they hold out hope that they're pet will live she said the surgery runs from $5,000 to $15,000 and the possible recovery is only 3% and their life is not the same so she said we were so lucky and I call it blessed that we waited to the end to bring him in because nothing else could be done he was gone Can you see the escape? The escape was given to me when he was pronounced dead in that room. The vet herself was telling me that was probably what was under the Charlie Brown, blah, 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 but I couldn't hear it. And God made sure I knew this because the vet assistant happened to be outside. And she told my son, and my son told me on the way home, can you see the escape that 1 Corinthians 10, 13 was talking about, can you see it? I hope so, cause I sure saw it. He provided a way out so I can endure. He will provide a way of escape for you too continue with the answer. Number one was go to the word. Number two is call out Jesus. Just say the name. Just call out Jesus. It doesn't have to be fancy prayer. Just call out his name and he will be there. Focus on his presence instead of the present instead of the present situation that you're in. If you look at Exodus 33:14, it says, And the Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Isn't that wonderful? So, number one, go to the Word. Number two, just call out His name. Just say His name. Every knee has to bow. (laughs) The devil has to flee. When you say his name. Number three. Focus on his presence. Instead of your present. What is happening in your present circumstance. Number four. Just ask God. Help me to stay on the path of life. So ask God to help you stay. On the path of life. And that will give you hope for a new day. Go to the word. Call out his name. Focus on his presence. And ask for help to stay on the path. God bless. that this journey has been fruitful and you're able to take it and apply it to your life until next time tune in again for the Prisoners of Hope podcast God bless